Hey. Hey. Happy hey. fifth day of Christmas. When she look at you, me, I'm... five golden rings. So neither of us got rings then, apparently. Uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> no. I used to wear rings a lot, and I stopped, and then I lost them all. In a settlement, or? No, no. No, I just lost them all. If you've lost your rings, I, there, contact. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's the Christian and Frank Pepper, show. Badger and K-Hole. Was oh, that from the Sweet Fanny show, yes. the, the law firm of... of Pepler, Pe- Pepler, Badger. He, Felix Pepler. Mm-hmm. Badger. Badger. And K-Hole. K-Hole. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that Sweet Fanny Adams show that you sent on the... Um, we watched it live stream. Yeah. And uh, I loved your little hippopotamus number, <laughs> you know. Oh, I never can breathe in that. You see how fast it is? You've gotten better. Yeah. You, you know, you, when you first started rehearsing it, you were out of breath and you made it through just fine. Yeah. So you did wonderfully. Thanks. And, and of course, if you're going to see Sweet Fanny Adams, you probably just need to buy the DVD at this point because. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We've got tonight and tomorrow. Yeah. That's it. The end. The end. Bye-bye. It's over. Wait, mm-hmm. and Thursday, New Year's Eve. Today's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yes, that's right? right. Okay. Yeah, New Year's Eve. I'm a day ahead of myself. It's all right. It is the Christian and Frank Show, and we're always ahead of ourselves. We're on the cutting edge <laughs> of internet technology. We certainly are. And the cutting edge of uh, wacky entertainment. <laughs> well, we hope that you will subscribe on our YouTube channel. We love that you listen on all of your listening devices and your apps. and Including uh, Pandora, which yeah. is relatively new. And as you told me, uh, Audible has its own Audible Pod app. Yeah, so you can go to that, and you can go to audibletrial.com/slash/krisha-and-frank and sign up for an Audible trial. Yeah, and uh, keep whatever you download during that first thirty days. You get one freebie forever, forever. and then uh, they'll start charging you on day thirty-one if you want to continue and have the unlimited access and not have to worry about which book to get because you just get all of them. Get them all. Yeah. It's nice. So right before Christmas, uh, the zoo had zoo lights. Zoo Knoxville. We were invited, we are still, I guess, invited yeah. to go to the zoo. It's just because of pandemic times. Well, and holidays that make it kind of difficult. It's been right? hard. So I'm going to reschedule it for after Sweet Fanny Adams closes. Yes. We can go, I got to meet Big Al, the Aldabra tortoise. And I I, we, I, didn't get to see him when we went to Zoo Lights. Oh, is he because, hibernating? Well, uh, he's in the indoor enclosure and Zoo Lights is a special event and it actually goes through, I think, the 5th or the 6th of January. Oh, so. so it's worth going over there. Yeah, and it's $15 for admission. This it's is not... brand new and amazing. The photos, of, I thought I didn't understand it because it it's a new thing, right? Right. And I wasn't fully cognizant of it. And I start seeing all my Facebook friends, all many of my Facebook friends, posting these amazing pictures like you did. Yeah, and it was, when we got there, it was the Sunday before Christmas. And we... We're maybe the fifth or sixth family in line. Mm-hmm. It opens at five. So the zoo closes at four and then reopens at five for the event. Which is, at this time of year, sunset it, is, yeah. is five and change. Yeah. And there were maybe four or five families. And I was actually talking to one of the volunteers. And she's like, this is a Sunday before Christmas. She's like, just on a normal zoo Sunday before Christmas, this place would be packed. Because mm-hmm. it was mild weather. I think it was 45, almost 50 Yeah, for degrees. December, yeah, before that, that big freeze we had. And um, she was like, everything is struggling. And she's like, we have lost. And so it was really, really cool. And actually, do you remember a couple years ago, there was a lantern festival that happened on the fairgrounds over on the other side of the Midway? You know why I remember it? Huh? 
because I recorded my friend Avi doing all of the oh, intro Abby. announcements. She needed some help with it. And uh, so she came over and did the voice for the Lantern Festival. And I recorded her and edited her and sent it off to It's them. the same people. The zoo just said, hey, that Lantern Festival you did. Was way cool. We want... And so all of the zoo lights, it's actually... They're lanterns. They're fabric lanterns. I wondered how they did that. It's because unreal. they look I mean, they look like gigantic animals, mm-hmm. like you would find at a zoo, except for a sea tortoise. You don't generally find those at <laughs> zoos. But um, sea tortoise? Sea turtle? Sea turtle. Yes. You can't have a sea tortoise. It would no. drown. <laughs> you know what I meant. Right. Uh, the sea turtle. Um, but all these other ones, the what's a giraffe. Mm-hmm. And- They've got tigers and lions and elephants. And it's not the full zoo. It's, it's about... Mm, Three quarters of the zoo, like once you get to the elephants, everything yeah. like past the elephants is closed. Uh-huh. But it was so cool. That's nice. And it was warm. And Wait, it was, make up your mind. It was mild. So cool or so warm. It, it was warm enough outside that a lot of the animals were out when we first got there oh. before dark. And we got to see the red pandas, and they I've never seen them this active. Usually they're just laying, laying about. And the Knoxville Zoo is known, I think, for two species i mean nationally known mm-hmm. for two species and i believe one of them is red panda yeah and the other is i think the well certainly some one of the tortoises mm-hmm. or maybe it's one of the smaller ones yeah but they are the most successful in the country if not the world at breeding these smaller tortoises and the red pandas so they're yeah. they're the leaders in that and the red pandas had little babies and they have a little nursery Get out. and those have always been active but they're inside like they okay. pretty much stayed inside and then they're always playing <laughs> But the big guys were outside, and they were just chomping on their bamboo. If only I Dream of Jeannie could wish us a picture. There it is. Look at how cute he is. He's looking right at me. Yeah. So we got to see the animals. It was such a good time. And the only thing that stunk was the my... skunks. No, I didn't no. get to see the skunks. I don't think they have skunks. They do. What? It's a little known secret. And every time I've gone to the zoo with somebody who's never known this and never seen them, um, uh, down, you know, in the kids' area where, like, the petting zoo is for the yeah. goats. Yeah, I guess I don't go there that often because, you know, but go ahead. So, you know, there's an aviary. Yeah. Down in that little culvert where the kid, it's Kids Cove. Yeah, yeah. But there's an aviary down in Kids Cove. Okay. If you go through the aviary, there's another building that is nocturnal animals. It's dark animals. They've really? got raccoons, skunks, possums, owls, do you bats. Call, do you call a skunk a skunk? Yeah. I heard some people call it a polecat. Polecat. That's a southern thing, right? I, I guess so. Okay. I think it's I call skunk. them kunks. But that's just weird Krisha language. I smell a kunk. I used to work with a guy named Bill Kunkel. Bill Kunkel. Anyway, <laughs> so, but no, that Kids Co. wasn't open either. It was uh-huh. it's very special event Red pandas, mm-hmm. I, I know regular pandas, you know, um, Chinese pandas mm-hmm. or great pandas, whatever they're called, are more closely related to raccoons than to bears. Right. You know, they're not really, we call them bears because they just resemble the shape of bears. Mm-hmm. But actually they're more... A line with the raccoonish, yeah. I don't know about red pandas. It would make sense, though. I mean, because when you said when you the little foofy tails, yeah, don't they look similar? They kind of do, but they got little foofy tails and the little flat faces, and they go, (laughs) yeah. I love them. But do you love (laughs) raccoons also? I do. Okay, because we probably should um, talk about that uh, coming up. I'm. I know we have raccoons. Remember, we we've seen evidence Mm -hmm. that there's all sorts of critters here outside the podcast porch. Because we had uh, 
I think yeah. the first one of the first days we after we covered the pool, we saw raccoon footprints. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. You don't usually see them because they're nocturnal, like you pointed out. But I'm also concerned that um, the new neighbors. Remember the, where I thought the Californians were going to live? Right. Well, they didn't. Oh my so gosh. Now, so now, but some people have bought the house, and I, I of course, you know, nosy me. Are they coon hunters? Well, they're from halls. Uh, oh yeah, so they definitely are. <laughs> Because, <laughs> well, like, like uh, what's his name? <laughs> Kaz Walker? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're young. Coming up in here, talking on my telephone. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're from outside of East Tennessee and you never heard of Kaz Walker, go after our show, go ahead and, and Google that because you're going to go down a wormhole, a rabbit hole, of a raccoon there's, hole. There's a YouTube video of Kaz Walker. C-A-S-W-A-L-K-E-R. Complaining on his show about people in Kentucky calling the Kentucky store using my telephone. You don't need to use a telephone. You just come by the store. And you should be not be out looking for your girlfriend or your boyfriend. If they're here working for me, they're working. There's a too many people calling my phone at the Lebanon, Kentucky location. He is not kidding, and it is hilarious. Well, because in those days, you got a phone bill, mm-hmm. and every call was itemized. He knew. Oh, he's mad, mad. But yeah. yeah, just do some Caswalker research. It's, well, it's worth it. The new neighbors have dogs. Uh-huh. And I guess we can talk about that after we talk about um, some Hutch and Howard. Yeah. Because uh, I, I'm i excited that they've moved in, and, you know, it's, but they're dogs. I'm, I, I'm selfishly worried about the dogs. Okay. And maybe well, I shouldn't be, but... Um, if you're looking to, I don't know, move to the area with more and or less raccoons or wildlife, Hutch and Howard is who you desperately need to call. And check them out at HutchandHoward.com. They service, like, all of East Tennessee. Oh, my gosh. They call it, say, Morristown to Athens because uh, that's just a, a one way of describing the stretch. I suppose if you wanted to go to Bulls Gap... I have a friend who's just moving to Bulls Gap, mm-hmm. which is further than Morristown. But I'm sure Hutch and Howard could find you a place in Bulls Gap if that's what you wanted. And here's the thing that's so great. When you decide, okay, I'm ready, to, I'm looking for a house, they will get on the phone with you and they will ask you, what what are, what are areas are you looking in? Mm-hmm. Not even really looking at a price range yeah. because because sometimes they can like work that. You just tell them kind of what your price range is, minimum or maximum bedrooms. Bathrooms, oh, yeah. square footage. Do you want a yard? Do you want a neighborhood? Or would you prefer? Because ultimately, it's about you being happy where you live. That's the ultimate. And they're so they're so great about it. And you know, you can go downtown anywhere. But also, if you're looking to sell your home, oh boy, they can help you out too. And man, it's a good time to do so. Yeah, you know, that's what as I say. These folks jumped in, and I know that house was you know a little on the expensive mm-hmm. side. But this young newlywed couple, they're. Um, and I met them. I got to talk to them. Yeah. They're going to be happy there. And they'll build a fence and all the things we're going to talk about in a minute. But <laughs> <laughs> So check them out. HutchandHoward.com. Adeem. Oh, the phone number is uh, 865-966-5005. Go ahead. Take, take it away. Take it away. If you're buying or selling your home, trust a professional. Don't do it Part of Keller Williams Realty, each office independently owned and operated. You miss that post every time. Well, I did it too fast the last time. I did it too slow this time. Yeah. 
Oh, well. Oh, well. <clears throat> I suppose I could fix it in post. <laughs> I love that I lean over to cough like it. Yeah, like you like you're on the coughing. like we're on uh, commercial radio. Exactly. It just it's a habit. Yeah. It's such a habit. <laughs> well, all right. So um, we have more animal talk. Yes. I want to hear about your raccoons, mm-hmm. but I'm wondering if that's what's making these dogs bark so much. Um, I mean, possibly. Do they bark a lot at night? Mm, no, I, I think he lets them in the house at night. Well, they're, they're still they're still at the point where they're kind of still sort of moving in ish. Right. Um. They he wanted to get some fixed some things fixed up. So I hear these dogs. And then one of them. What kind of dogs they are? Could one be a golden doodle? Uh, yeah. Is that a thing? Yeah, they. It and it's is. big and it's a it golden like... retriever mixed with a poodle, and they're poofy poof poof. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fairly large, yeah. like a giant poodle type mm-hmm. sized. And it, he had it uh, strung up a rope between two trees and then mm-hmm. had the thing on a leash. And it was not happy. Right. It, he, she, Willow, I think right. is the dog's name. And then there's another one who kind of looked like a, uh, a puppy, like a German Shepherd kind of thing. But I think he said it was a Belgian Mal, Mal, Malinois. Malinois. Belgian Malinois. Malinois. Anyway, it looks like a police dog. Okay. So that, and they were, he was on another rope and, and running around and... But they were straining because well, there's so much activity going on. They're probably barking you know? because they're unsettled and full of anxiety because they just moved to a new place and That's they're true. stuck in a yard and it's unfamiliar to them and they haven't been able to tinkle on everything yet. Yes. Good. All right. So that makes a lot of sense because yeah. when I met the young man who is buying the house with his new wife, um, when we walked over toward closer where the dogs were, they settled. Mm-hmm. They were calm. They're like, okay, you're here. Everything's fine. But mm-hmm. when we walked around to... To show him, I was showing him where um, I had Steve's tree service take down some trees to right. that were kind of like I said. This is the edge of my property line where this tree stump is, right? Because he's going, this guy's going to build a fence. Nice. And I said, oh, good. Let me know what fence company you're going to use because uh, Jerry, the brave, wants maybe to tie into your fence mm-hmm. and expand our, you know, get right. rid of our broken old fence, which let them have a new fence. I'm just so proud of you for communicating with your neighbors, because as we discovered... I'll talk to anybody. But as we discovered several episodes ago, you didn't even know the people behind you until you almost killed them. That's true, and <laughs> I haven't seen them since. Right. So, yeah, since that episode where... <laughs> <laughs> you almost killed the neighbor. Where they got upset that we were cutting down trees. I'm just, I'm very proud of you. Well, I was kind of snooping. I mean, I heard I went out there for my walk. Yeah, and, you were uh, going on Mrs. Kravitz. It's fine. And I yelled, "Oh, hello! Are y'all moving in?" And then I got to meet them. And he even said, um, "Give me your number, and we'll have it so we can yeah, communicate that's cool. about the fence in the future." So that I'm excited about that possibility that they'll have a nice fence and the dogs, and they don't have any kids yet. He right, said, "Right, but they want to newly wanna... married buying a house. It won't be long." And the part I have to I don't know how to tell them this part though is that. Um, you know where my, my pool pump has a drain thing uh-huh. where when I'm backwashed, the water will run down the hill uh-huh. toward his property. Mm-hmm. He's, that's, he's, he points to that area. And I'm like, yes. yeah, I was thinking about putting a fire pit in this area and maybe a retaining wall. I'm like, Sounds like a good plan yeah, there, like, bud. Can you, maybe you might want to move it a little bit that way. Little, I don't know. That's not the exact spot. Well, in this spot, you <laughs> could say in this spot, you know, I know that the previous neighbors talked to there's a lot of runoff. It's kind of where it's a runoff area. You don't have to specifically say that it's my runoff. That it's your runoff. You can just say, "Well, I know that this has been prone to being a runoff area." Gotcha. You sound real manly when you're like, "Ah, my runoff area," but yeah. you don't have to say that it's your pool runoff area. And I really don't think. I mean, it's a technicality. It's not lying. 
Good point. It's, you're not lying. All right. You're just not disclosing the awkward part that it's your pool. Yeah. If it were me, I'd be like, oh, my pool drain's here, so I wouldn't build a fire pit yeah. there. But you can't go for that awkward. Right. But also, I'm so cheap that I, I don't drain a lot of water out of the pool. I, I don't want to lose right. any because I pay for the water. <laughs> I pay for this. I am very stingy <laughs> with the water. But so, the raccoons like to come sip out of it and the other critters. So yeah. I remember what you talked about when you first moved in to your place. You were worried about the raccoons on the Yeah, a raccoon fell off my roof. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't seen hide nor hair of said raccoon. But at Sweet Fanny Adams Theater, there is a raccoon that is living above the women's bathroom. Inside? Inside. How? So it's in between the roof and the ceiling. Okay. And it has made itself a little hole and climbs down into like the storage area that's above the bathrooms in that hallway. And (laughs) it is so used to people now that we go and lift the curtain because it's where like the shop back is stored and there's like, it's storage up there. But when you lift the curtain, it just goes and it turns around slowly and crawls its fat ass up and it can barely fit into the hole. you're telling me. That a raccoon in Gatlinburg is fat and slow. Yeah. Weird, right? <laughs> That's impossible. It's, I can't even, can't even wrap my mind about it's it. It's such the mecca for good health and kale parties. You um, should get the raccoon its own jazzy scooter, well, I think, if you wanted my easy. personal opinion. I have suggested that we keep the raccoon. because The theater's it, closing on New Year's Eve. After, right. You know, I guess... It's open on New Year's Eve, and then it closes. Right. Once once 2020 is over, the theater is closed. Right. Uh, forever. And... What's the raccoon going to do? It's going to come live with me. Where? In my house. How can... Uh, it already lives inside. Okay. But... I've suggested, like, getting in a blanket and feeding it some cat food. Well, you would probably... You wouldn't want to give the raccoon the run of the house. You'd probably need to get, like, a... At least a dog crate. Like, I feel like a raccoon can get in and out of anything. Well, they have those little hands. And they're very, they do. They're, very, they're like... Yeah, they're... I just... I I wanted a dog, and I can't... I can't I can't take care of a dog right now. I'm never home enough, and even when I am home, it's just yeah, not... I think a dog is better than a raccoon. I would like a cat, but honestly, I you, How I do don't... you take the raccoon to the vet to make sure he's gotten his you shots? You don't. That's what I'm saying. It's an outlaw animal. It's an that's, outlaw hence animal. The, hence the bandit mask. And that's what I'm saying. It's got to fend for itself, just like if... Like, that's why I think it's the perfect pet, because it requires... Not much of me, just a warm place just to garbage. sleep. Just garbage. Just literally garbage. And I, I make garbage. It so will you, have a lot of wi- empty wine bags. So because no one <laughs> will have to come over. I mean, you're like. No, I mean, it will I, have, I, I'm not saying I would come over to visit because I have no reason to. But if, if hypothetically, I, we came over and I visited. Yeah. I mean, you can. You're welcome. I know I could, but, I was, but I'm not. You're welcome anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hypothetically say that we were recording another episode on your porch or something. <laughs> and I show up, and here, and what's the raccoon? And the raccoon is just in the bathroom or whatever the raccoons do. Right. I just got the run of the house. Well, I'm not going to teach it to use the bathroom. Well, what are you, how are you going to clean up after it? It's going to go outside. Wait, wait, wait. Does the raccoon live in the house or out of the house? Both. So you're gonna have a, like it's a door. inside outside coon. You're gonna have like a cat door. Yeah. For the it's gonna be a raccoon door. Yeah. 
Erector. And I could make it a little, like, shelter out on my back porch. That makes a little more sense to me. Uh-huh. That you could have, like, a rabbit hutch type of thing. Right. And I'm just saying it requires little to no But you're going to let it in the house. Right. Because I want this jungle with me. I, what is no, I think you'll get rabies. Ow, not all animals have rabies. Well, this one, okay. It might. This one's got Gatlinburg rabies. Oh, or cooties true. or whatever it's got. How long has it been living inside the theater? Most of the season. Because <laughs> I, I don't. We're I mean, convinced last... it's going to come out during a show. I don't think I. I don't. I think I would have known this when I was there last season. No, it's been there most. Of, raccoons live there every winter, but okay. they don't typically like. We know they're in the ceiling. But this is. They don't typically make themselves uh, like. So he was there all summer too. What? Uh, Maybe. I at least since September we have been aware that the raccoon was coming back, and I think it's the same raccoon family, but it's just one. But he's slowly gotten fatter yeah, I mean, and fatter. That, he doesn't have any choice, you know. Schools are closed. Yeah, but he's slowly. <laughs> he's to, slowly. He was in theater learning. He's like getting his butt is getting fatter and what fatter. What is he eating? Well, we think the popcorn. We we don't make popcorn right now. We think uh, that. He, because we're right next door to Old Reds, and that the alleyway to Old Reds is. So Blake Shelton's feeding the raccoon. So I think that this is getting Blake Shelton fat, right? But his home is in the ceiling and the roof. He needs but, to get Gwen Stefani skinny, is what he needs. He does, but there have been raccoons that have lived in the ceiling and the ceiling in the past. In the past. So, but this guy. Imagine that, like raccoon graffiti, you know. His Rocky was here. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but. They've never been so acclimated to us. Yeah, well, it's pandemic times. Things and, are different. And oh like he, he'll, his little head will, will peep out, and he'll just look at us. Okay. And if you're in the women's I, I, bathroom at the theater, you can hear him I need, scuttling I need above photos. you. I need okay. photos so badly. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'll have you a photo. All right. <laughs> well, we hope. No, it's right here. <laughs> that's, that's him. That was fast. Yeah. I'm magic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for another fun show. Yeah. Uh, we're getting close to the end of 2020. We don't have anything special planned for New Year's Eve, except I'm going to wear a tie. Are you? That's what I have for New okay. Year's Eve. I've got a tie. Is that tomorrow? No. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve Eve. Oh. Today is Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Okay. You all right? No. I'm glad you just showed up. Me I'm, too. I'm thankful that you're here. I'm glad that I remembered I was supposed to. <laughs> The Christian and Frank Show on YouTube, on all the uh, audio podcasting apps you can think of. <laughs> and if there's one you can think of that we're not on, I'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know me. When I get an idea, I'm very I'm persistent. There have been a couple meetings that I've had to tell you just... Shh. I'm persistent. I'm competitive. I'm ambitious. I love... I do love that you've told me in meetings that I'm allowed to say... Yes. Yeah, you're allowed to, and, and we had a meeting where you actually, um, I, ended I started, the meeting. <laughs> I started on something. Oh, and Krisha wants to text me. It was a Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. so we're at separate places. And uh, she wants to text me and tell me, stop it. I actually had it typed out. Stop selling, they bought it. Yeah, I was, I was like, stop <laughs> selling, they bought it, you're selling. And then I, just, I put one of these faces in there. Um, but instead, I just ended the meeting. <laughs> but see, I knew. What, but the thing is, I, we do a show together. So once you started rapping the show, and I was like, meaning the Zoom call. Thank you guys so much. Like, good night. Have a Merry Christmas. And I said, good night. Thanks. <laughs> All right. <laughs> good night. Thanks. <laughs> I 
can't believe they bought it. No, I'm so happy. I can believe I'm they bought thrilled. it. I'm so excited. When can we talk about it? Um, after we sign the thing. Oh, yeah. When are we going to do that? I don't know. Okay. Maybe today. Oh. Maybe tomorrow. Happy I don't know. New Year.